At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sunday Bet Prep on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. My name's Holden Kushner alongside Dustin Sweetelson here on Sunday Bet Prep. Ah, yes. Dustin, let's get back into the NFL here. We'll talk some draft coming up later in the hour. We'll obviously break down the NBA. Steph with a big night. Uh, helping take down Giannis and the Bucks. Uh, lots going on in the college basketball world as well. But time now to talk some uh, college football slash NFL draft. And I know you're a big draft, Nick, aren't you, uh, Dustin? For me, you know, when it comes to betting NFL draft futures, I'm doing more on draft day as opposed to now. Now, we could talk about futures in a little bit, but I think right now, Uh, We got to get into the odds to be the number one pick because the Bears trading down from one and now getting nine and 61 and the Panthers being number one. It just changes everything, doesn't it? So we look at the numbers here. C.J. Stroud, the most accurate quarterback in this draft. He's jetted now to what? Uh, 350, I think, minus 350. We got Bryce Young. We've got Anthony Richardson, who I know that you're sitting on right now. A couple tickets there. Uh, number one overall pick, my friend, I'll let you go first. Tell me who is it going to be now that Carolina has the number one overall? I mean, the market suggested CJ Stroud, and I think it makes a lot of sense to me. I, I didn't understand the, the judging of Bryce Young so quickly as the end all be all the absolute home run at number one, j- just because the size, and I know that that's like an old cliche. It feels like, but if you look through the history of the quarterback position in the NFL, guys that size 
tend to not do as well. We have the outliers, right? We have Drew Brees. We have Russell Wilson. But, like, Bryce Young is a small dude. The thing he has in his favor is he's an extremely accurate passer. The reason I'd go with Stroud, and by the way, I'm not saying Stroud would be the better player. I'm saying Stroud would be the safer pick at number one. See, C.J. Stroud has the size, he has the mobility, he has the accuracy, he has the big-time arm. We saw a lot of the intangibles in the college football playoff from Stroud this year. I really like C.J. Stroud. If it was me picking number one, though, I'm taking Anthony Richardson. I want the cool new toy. I want the wheels. I want the guy that's a mismatch. I believe mobile quarterbacks who can move like him immediately can raise the floor of your franchise. Like Lamar Jackson, he's a running quarterback. Justin Fields, a running quarterback. I believe the ability to run the football at that position can make you a much better football team immediately. Like I could put Lamar and a bunch of other teams around the league, and I think he can make the playoffs with almost all of the non-playoff teams from a year ago. So I would love to pick Anthony Richardson. However, I think C.J. Stroud is the safest play here. I think he makes the most sense to develop. I guess the question is, Holden, do you buy into the the old adage that Ohio State quarterbacks just can't get it done in the NFL? I mean, honestly, I don't even care about this guy. Is, this guy is completely different than the other Ohio yep. State quarterbacks we've seen. The, the real question is, do the Panthers want to play this safe? Because they mortgaged everything. Two first round picks, a swap in the first round picks, the second round picks, a great young wide receiver that they never figured out how to use. So I don't know if you can go into this number one pick and just say, ah, we're going to play it safe. Let's get the safest guy. They've got a guy in mind. If the guy that they think is the safest guy is also the best guy, then they take him. But they're swinging for the fences here. Here's the other thing. I was just looking at the lines here. So Stroud was plus 210 Friday morning, and now he's sitting at minus 350. I mean, what a swing. So what do the odds makers know more than everybody else, right? Well, that, so that's CJ Stroud just magically fits into the Panthers plan. Well, that's the thing I think that's so, so interesting about betting the NFL draft is like you're betting how the reports are coming in and who knows what. Like a few mm-hmm. years ago on draft day, I just took a flyer, Andrew Thomas plus 750 to be the first offensive lineman taken. It comes through. Last year, Mitch Moss on Follow the Money, 7 to 10 a.m. Eastern, he had Derek Stingley to be the first pick. I think it was like 250 to 1 or something like that. It was a huge number. You're betting on news reports, and you can beat a lot of the adjustments in a lot of these markets before they pull them off the board based on what they're hearing or seeing or whatever's going on. So I think that's one thing you have to realize in your handicap here is like there's no true and tried uh, uh, system here. You're, it's constantly moving. It's constantly fluctuating. It's on hearsay and rumor. Like you're betting on hearsay and rumor. Whereas, like in the NBA awards market, you're handicapping how those voters are going to vote. This, there's nothing to go on other than people playing a game of telephone. So that's what's crazy about CJ Stroud and his line movement. But it gets you thinking, right? If somehow Stroud goes number one and then it's Houston at number two, right? Imagine you're a Texan fan, which there's like seven of them, but imagine you're one of those seven. And you walk away this offseason with D'Amico Ryans as your head coach and Bryce Young as your franchise quarterback. It doesn't matter what else you do. That's an A-plus, 10 out of 10, incredible offseason for a Houston Texan fan. Am I right? Yeah, but here we go. We got to go to Bryce Young, though. The shorty. 
Yeah. He would be the smallest quarterback ever taken number one, 194 pounds. So not only is he short, he's got to put bulk on. Now, I am not, I don't, I don't know if you're familiar with this, but John Elway, when he was the general manager out here, he refused to take short quarterbacks. Sure. Like his quarterback had to be at least 6'3". Paxton Lynch, Drew Locke. Oh, just awful picks, right? <laughs> but let's go look at the recent shorter quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, who was great. Uh, he's a future Hall of Famer. Obviously, he was in a bad situation last year. He was a little bit tubby, too. He put on some weight. That wasn't good. But he's the exception to the rule with Drew Brees. The rest of these guys, unless they're in the perfect scheme with the perfect head coach and the perfect general manager, these things aren't usually going to work out. So let's hear a little bit more about this. Nick Saban obviously has a rooting interest here for this kid on the No Mercy podcast talking about Bryce Young. Right. I, I think history is the best indicator of what the future is going to bring. And Bryce is not ideal height um, that NFL folks would like to see for that particular position, quarterback. But I think Bryce has played extremely well. He has no history of being injury prone. Right. Because uh, the SEC, there's a lot of folks in the SEC that end up playing in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he plays against those guys every week. I don't think it, it's it's an issue. I think you have to look at each individual player. This guy plays quarterback like a point guard in basketball. He knows where everybody is. He can extend plays. He creates throwing lanes for himself, which is important for a guy his size. Uh, he can make all the throws. He's smart. He has a lot of the, the, the attributes from a psychological disposition standpoint that are necessary to excel at this position. All right. So obviously Nick Saban, who knows young better than any coach in the history of the world in all likelihood. So we've got a guy that goes from minus 165 and now he's sitting at plus 275. Why the drop there? Is this just because this can't be because of reports, is it? I'm not seeing a lot of reports that the Panthers don't like him. Well, I read that quote from, from Jonathan Jones of CBS via Frank Reich where he talks about the importance of the pocket passing, right? And mm-hmm. and perhaps it's a projection of what Bryce Young will be in the NFL. Because of his size, I think he'll have to be moving that pocket, not necessarily being a mobile running quarterback, but a guy who's going to have to move the pocket around to the right, to the left, to see over, to be able to find his receivers. So perhaps that has something to do with it, that Frank Reich looks for guys who can sit tall in the pocket and still make plays there because as much as someone like me who loves the running quarterback, I think it's the absolute most fun thing to watch in sports. I do have to acknowledge that when it's it's go time in the NFL, you still have to sit in the pocket and pick people apart there if you're going to win Super Bowls. So that's the key there. So maybe the projection is that Frank Reich wants someone that they believe can sit in the pocket, and Bryce Young just doesn't have the physical traits to be able to do that consistently in the NFL. All right, and then there's Anthony Richardson, the big one, the big boy. And his lines move too. I mean, what are we sitting at now? Plus 380. We were at plus 450 on Friday morning. So lots trade. He's big. He's strong. He's the perfect guy at the combine also very raw though right what did he start 13 games in college after a coaching change after a coaching change so this is going to be a very very risk this would probably be the riskiest quarterback pick i know people will say levis but 
for me, one of the there, there's four guys, but three guys to me stand alone. Whereas Levis is going to drop a little bit. Richardson, you like this kid, don't you? I, I'm I'm fascinated. I'm tantalized. I'm I'm kind of low key obsessed. And the reason I bet those tickets wasn't because I thought he would be the number one pick. I thought the number was too big, and I believed he was a guy who could work out for teams. And when he worked out for them, they'd look around and go, what are we doing? We might get fired if we don't draft him. We might get fired if we do draft him, but we might get fired <laughs> if we don't draft him. So it goes both ways there with Anthony Richardson. And I don't want to hold it against him. What happened is one year as the starter down in Gainesville, right? Because Billy Napier comes in as a head coach. Florida doesn't have the year people expect them to. Don't really know what happened with guys leaving the program either. So he's learning a new offense in his last year there. He had some really incredible moments if you watch the film of what he put together in his one season as a starter for the Gators. So I understand there's a lot to be desired from the game tape. However, the skill set, and if yeah. you're a coach in the NFL and you believe you have a system and you can create a system similar to what Buffalo did with Josh Allen to get his completion percentage up because I think completion percentage and accuracy are two totally different conversations that people confuse as the same topic. I think if you're a coach who believes you can do that and make him a high completion or a higher completion passer, you can do something big with Anthony Richardson in the NFL. I'm Holden Kushner. He's Dustin Sweetelson. We're going to come back, talk some NBA. What Steph did to the Bucks and look at Sunday's card next on Sunday Bet Prep on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Saturday Bet Prep on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook's the place to be for hockey and NBA action. Bet Rivers has you covered for every line, odd, and boost. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get More. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app because it's a whole new game. Welcome back. Sunday bet prep here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Holden Kushner with you alongside Dustin Sweetelson. He is in the Circus Sportsbook in Vegas. I'm sitting in my nice uh, palatial house. In I, It's really palatial. Not palatial. It's not palatial. Trust me. I just wanted to make it sound <laughs> like it was a lot fancier than it was. Um, I'm in Colorado, so it's wonderful. Thank you to uh, Dan Miller and, of course, our uh, guy Brad Cross behind the scenes making this thing happen. We've talked a lot of college hoops and a lot of NFL Uh, time now to get into the NBA. And we're going to look at tomorrow's lines in just a moment. But first, a little recap of what happened Saturday. And Dustin, I'll tell you, you know, this is college basketball season for a lot of people, but it's still NBA season for a lot of people as well. And Steph Curry ends up scoring, what, 16 points in the fourth quarter, was it? Uh, 22, excuse me, I, I shortchanged him. 22 of his 36 points in the fourth quarter. It's a big three and then comes back and blocks a shot to get the Warriors to a 125-116 win over Giannis uh, and the Bucks. And uh, we didn't have Giannis. That was the whole thing, though. There was no Giannis tonight. So the Warriors end up picking up a much-needed win. They're 35-33. and 33. The Bucks 48-19. And with this thing uh, going to 241, the total, it just hit. I mean, that was it. It took overtime to hit. So a little bummer if you had the uh, the under in this game, but it ended up pushing, I should say. And then as far as uh, the side goes, yeah, in overtime, the three and a half covered pretty easily by the Warriors here. Dustin, I- I'm telling you right now, everybody wants to count the Warriors out, right? Oh, it's a, it's an older team. It's a declining team. But we see in the NBA where one guy can carry a team, and Steph Curry, to me, is still that guy. Is he one of those guys to you? Well, absolutely. And the thing is, it's, it's the rest of the roster, too. Because when you look at the Warriors, the question is, can they turn it on when it matters? And traditionally, the answer is, for most other teams and franchises, is no. Like, I don't like buying on those teams only because I've done it so many times and I've been burnt by it. Like, for instance, mm-hmm. the Clippers are a team I've been thinking about buying low on all year. Will they turn it? But the numbers stayed the same, by the way, meaning that they haven't turned it on. So when I look at the Warriors, though, 
I think the mental makeup of that team, the past success and history of that of that franchise, the depth that they have, the style of play, that they're one of the outliers when it comes to could you buy low and expect them to turn it on in the postseason when it matters? I think they're a team you can do that with right now. Because if you look at the Western Conference odds, they're the third shot on the board. They're six to one. And I think that's a good number just because it's the Golden State Warriors and everything that comes with that from the expectations, from the three point shooting, from the leadership, from the defense. Like, I think because they've been there so often, I wouldn't get mad if you told me you got 650, seven to one on the Nuggets right now to win the West. Okay, so let's get into tomorrow's card then. And speaking of the Nuggets, it'll be a day game. It'll be a day game that I will actually be in attendance for watching the great Nikola Jokic hosting the Brooklyn Nets. So I'm looking at the lines right now. Let me get the trusty iPhone up here. Uh, Nuggets opening eight and a half point favorites. Eight and a half point favorites. Totals at 232. Not messing with a minus 350 money line. What a joke. But... I'm going to tell you right now, as a guy that watches the Nuggets, covers the Nuggets, looks a lot at the Nuggets, I don't mind the Nets in this spot. A couple of reasons why I don't mind the Nets in this spot. First of all, they got five guys in double figures the other night. They are better defensively now than they were with Kyrie and Durant. This is a pretty good defensive team now. I like how they've ended up balancing the scoring again five guys in double figures you'll see it you'll, you'll see it quite a bit with this new look team spencer dinwiddie's stud oh, yeah. I mean, he's he's fit very well in there very nice running the point and the issue i have here why would i back brooklyn plus the eight and a half the nuggets have not played well uh, and i go back four games and if you looked at their performance the other night in san antonio what a complete debacle And I know you and I are getting into the MVP talk a little bit later on, but people just don't want Jokic winning three straight. Oh, yeah. And his defensive lapses the last couple of games, you'll see the reels on social media now, too. They're trying to pick everything apart. You know, this team's interior defense has fallen apart the last four games, and they've they've won one of those. They beat Toronto there, but it hasn't been good. And offensive, as a defense... They're a mediocre defensive team. I'd say slightly below average. Unfortunately, during this last four or five games, their offense has been worse than their defense. They haven't been quite as efficient. So, you know, I think what they need to do is get Nikola Jokic a little more established by shooting the basketball. They tried it the other night. It didn't work out as well. This is a team that needs Nikola Jokic not only to facilitate and rebound, he needs to score as well. And I'm telling you right now, at first glance, Dustin, this Nets plus eight and a half is looking kind of juicy to me. I like the way you say Nicola. It sounds like those old, uh, the Ricola. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm actually with you on this. I, I really like what the Nets did. Look, you prefer to have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving if you're, if you're the Brooklyn Nets. But if it's not going to work out. The pieces they got, I think, make a lot of sense for building for the future. Uh, You bring in Bridges. You bring in Dinwiddie. You have Finney Smith there. Nick Claxton's a really good defensive center in the middle. And Cam Thomas is a guy who is as hot as anyone has been all season long for a stretch there for them out there on the wing. So I'm with you. And the thing is about the Nets, right, is 5-0 ATS in their last five. 4-0 ATS their last four road games. 4-0 ATS, their last four games playing on just one day's rest. And by the way, 
last 17 meetings with Denver, the Brooklyn Nets are 12-4-1 against the spread. I think if I'm going to bet this game, I have to take that eight and a hook with Brooklyn. It just makes too much sense. And like you said, for, for, for Denver, they're trying to sort things out. They're trying to get things right. And one thing I look at here is teams that know that they're postseason bound, I don't mind fading them in certain spots down the stretch of the end of the NBA season. So if I bet this game, I haven't quite decided yet, I would lean on Brooklyn. I'll tell you, the Nuggets need to snap out of this, though. And I think this game means a lot to them. I just don't see the signs right now where it's going to happen. We saw Michael Porter Jr. uh, with a little choke job last night, like literally choking Zach Collins for Mm -hmm. a moment. Uh, A little bit of frustration going on with Denver. So, yeah, a nice lean just off the eye test right now with that number at eight and a half. Cavaliers visiting the Hornets tomorrow. Let's switch up to this one with the Cavs minus seven and a half on the road there's no total posted charlotte plus 260 on the money line here's the interesting thing though i mean you're laying seven and a half at a bad charlotte team but the Cavs have been awful away from home just horrible away from home and then you throw in darius garland who is questionable for this game you've got jared i uh allen eye contusion doubtful so as much as I want to say, hey, this is an easy game. Cavaliers, Hornets, come on. Cavs are going to go on the road and cover this thing. It is a complete stay away spot for me, Dustin. So I don't want anything to do with the Cavaliers and the Hornets. If you do, by all means, you could chime in. But the other game I wanted to get to, though, is the Wizards at the Sixers. Right now, the opening line, Wizards plus eight in Philadelphia, 230 the total, plus 275 in the money line for Washington. Washington has lost four of five. They cannot score in the clutch. They're just trying to get into that 10 spot there. And then on the other side, you got Embiid, who's still fighting for an MVP. That's not dead yet. James Harden is playing as well as we've seen him the last few years right now. They're going to be a tough out in the East. No question. There's three teams in the East that can win that thing. They're one of them. As I'm looking at this right now, Wizards, Sixers, minus eight. Not a bad look for me. Any thoughts on Cavs, Hornets, or Wizards, Sixers, Dustin? There's no player props posted at the moment, but if Garland uh, is out, he's questionable at the moment. Allen is Mm -hmm. doubtful, like you said. Mm -hmm. I would look at Donovan Mitchell, who's going to shift over to that point guard spot. Last time when Garland missed, uh, I think it was Friday's game, Mitchell went for 42-3-4. I'd look at his points, rebounds, and assists, depending on what the number's at, and I might go over it. But again, have to see what number is posted there. And then I don't really have a lean on Sixers-Wizards. However, if there's one bet I'm going to place tomorrow, it's against the Knicks on a back-to-back. Faced the Clippers today and lost. They don't look right without Jalen Brunson. I don't think he's playing again tomorrow. I believe he had an MRI or X-ray today. I would go Lakers money line minus 125 because those New York Knicks might wake up tomorrow with the old L.A. flu. Ooh, L.A. flu, you say? Danny Vietti talks baseball. We're going to talk baseball with him next on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is Saturday Bet Prep on VSIN, the sports betting network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. 
You want to know where the money and the bets are moving every game? Betting Splits page is updated with DraftKings odds every 10 minutes. You can see changes in all the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting Splits are another way v here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vsin.com. Sunday bet prep. We're getting you ready to bet on Sunday. Uh, but first, we're going to talk a little bit of baseball here. Holding Kushner alongside Dustin Sweetelson. And Danny Vietti is the host of the Wake and Rake pod. Wonderful to have him on the program. Danny, it's Holden. And uh, Dustin, thanks for the time tonight. What's going on? You're watching a little World Baseball Classic from what I hear. I mean, what are you doing with your life if you're not watching the World <laughs> Baseball Classic right now? Well, you're either going out, spending quality time with your significant other or your family, uh, you're three sheets of the wind coming out of a bar, or you're on VSIN talking World Baseball <laughs> Classic with you. So, hey, but listen, you can combine all of those and just do it all at the same time. Yeah. I'm old enough to remember that I was at the first one in San Diego when they, uh, I was at the games in San Diego when it was kind of popular in South America, Central America. It was big in Japan and Korea, of course, but it really didn't catch on here. I thought that it was catching on here when Team USA won the last one. Now, you're a diehard seam head, though, but if you can, have you heard a little more buzz about the WBC here in the States this year? I mean, it's on Fox, it's nationally televised, or is it still kind of sleeping because we're early on in the World Baseball Classic? You know, it's tough to answer. Uh, I kind of relate it to when I was a kid. And I, when I was even in high school, I considered myself a, you know, a huge baseball fan. But I don't re really remember watching the World Baseball Classic that much. Really, the only memory I have is when Adam Jones made that catch in center field in San Diego, robbing Manny Machado. That was like the iconic play. Uh, other than that, I have zero memory of the World Baseball Classic. And so it's tough for me to gauge and compare just because I wasn't in the business in previous years. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't getting a, uh, a national media type vibe back then. And, and I, I'm getting it kind of for the first time now. And it's really hard to gauge. I'll say this. They've done one hell of a job marketing this thing. I mean, just look at what the stadiums and their attendances are. I mean, Lone Depot Park in Miami with the Venezuela-Dominican game today was electric. Uh, the game tonight with Great Britain and the U.S. Uh, was full. All of the game was kind of a dud toward the end. So they've done a heck of a job marketing it. I don't know what the monetary gain will be, but it seems like they're doing a heck of a job. All right, Danny, I know you're way into it, so I, I don't want to be the buzzkill here and ask this question, but I feel like I have to as someone who's a Mets fan, someone who likes betting on baseball a lot, a lot of futures tickets. I am concerned about the World Baseball Classic and how it affects my wallet. How are they managing players? How are they managing pitchers? I am very terrified that two of the top players on the Mets, Pete Alonso and Jeff McNeil, who don't have like a – button to slow things down are going to wind up getting hurt here in the world baseball classic. What have you seen so far with how they're managing these guys, especially the pitchers in their arms, you know, this early in quote unquote spring training at the world baseball classic. Yeah, I don't blame you. And I think two things can be true, right? On the one hand, you can be very happy for a player, maybe your favorite player. They're playing for their home country. 
it's a great moment for them. They get to represent for their uh, represent their country. But also on the other hand, as a fan, as a sports better, you can be kind of internally saying, "Don't you dare sprint too hard around second base. <laughs> Don't you dare tear that hamstring." Nolan Arenado today tripped over first base, and I think the entire St. Louis Cardinals fan base kind of held their breath for a minute there. Um, so you can have you know both things can be true. Um, I kind of concerned. I don't want to use the word concern. Let me rephrase. I'm, I'm keying in on Shohei Otani in particularly mm. the load that this guy has put on his body just in the past two years, pitching in the all-star game, also batting lead off in the all-star game, uh, competing in the home run derby, also playing 150 plus games, two straight seasons and fighting for an American league MVP in both those, both those years. That's a lot. And now all of a sudden he's also playing in the world baseball classic in Japan right now. And then he's going to be coming back over to the States the season. I mean, we're three weeks away from opening day and it's, it's also entering into a contract year. That's a lot to put on one guy. So again, I don't want to use the word concern, but I totally get it from a betting perspective, a, a fan perspective that uh, you might want to see these guys just kind of go easy, just like they would in spring training. Any futures you're thinking about right now, even if you're not a betting guy? Uh, Otani, obviously, has got to be in the mix uh, every year when we're talking about the MVP from here on out. Can Mike Trout, his teammates, stay healthy over in the National League? Anybody standing out to you that you think is just prime for a monster year in either league? I mean, Byron Buxton's interesting. I'm kind of, it depends on what you're looking at here, but uh, the odds I'm looking at here at plus 3,000, if he can stay healthy, He's an MVP player. The problem is, is that he has not shown he can stay healthy for a full 162. Um, what he's able to do both defensively and offensively uh, is really second to none in the league, really it's only to maybe Mike Trout or Mookie Betts when healthy. And in the American League, too, I know it's tough because Otani and Judge are going to be your favorites uh, along with Mike Trout. Um, but, it, you know, injuries happen, and Trout has dealt with injuries. Aaron Judge has dealt with injuries in his career. I just mentioned the load that Shohei Otani has put on his body in the last couple of years. And it, that's not to say that I'm rooting for injuries. I, I would never say that. But who knows? Maybe something weird happens where other guys go down and Byron Buxton is able to finally break out and have a full 162 in a lineup that's, that's pretty good, too. He actually has some nice protection around him, bringing back Correa, bringing in guys like Joey Gallo. Uh, maybe Royce Lewis could get into the fold later this season. The Twins are actually a pretty decent team, and they have a nice lineup surrounding Byron Buxton. I think that's kind of an interesting uh, American League MVP betting uh, betting idea. As a guy who had Buxton last year, 100 to one to win the MVP, <laughs> uh, I, I, he, he's a frustrating guy because he can't stay healthy. This is Vsin, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, we've got Danny Vietti covers baseball for CBS Sports with us. Danny, I want to ask you about a couple teams that were full of hype a year ago. And it looks like they both got better on paper coming into this year. And that's the Blue Jays and the White Sox. If I told you you had to pick one that is going to make a deeper run into the postseason, who do you like better between the Blue Jays and the White Sox? Most definitely Toronto. Uh, Toronto just had a much stronger offseason, not to mention the White Sox were a complete disaster last season. Not only this last season, but even their offseason was uh, – frankly, a bit rocky to say the least. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and Toronto too, I think, you know, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. before last season had the quote that everybody kind of clung on to. And he basically said, 
this was the, the I'm paraphrasing, but it's basically like the premiere before the movie. And they disappointed and they got knocked out in the first round by Seattle. And everybody looked at Toronto and kind of laughed at them. I look at Toronto and I look at that lineup and I still look at how young these guys are with Vladdy and Bo Bichette, uh, Alec Manoa. These guys are 25 years and under. They have really yet to hit their peaks and they're not going to hit their peaks for maybe even a few more years. Uh, but they're just kind of entering their primes here and they how now have playoff experience under their belt. They play in a really tough division. So if you're worrying, you know, if you're looking at who to bet on when it comes to the American League East, it's really tough to put all your money on the, on the Blue Jays. But if you feel kind of a playoff run, if they can get hot at the right time, they just added Chris Bassett to the rotation. Um, uh, maybe Yenjin Ryu could come back later in the season from his injuries. Um, their bullpen was actually better than a lot of people thought last year. Uh, they had the lineup. It's really just going to come down to the little things with Toronto. Chicago, I, I would love for them to kind of be the team that we've all wanted them to be in recent years, but I still don't really trust that rotation. I still don't trust that rotation to be healthy with guys like Michael Kopech, who's dealt with injuries in his career. Lance Lynn dealt with injuries last season. Lucas Giolito really struggled last season with his command, and he's making some adjustments. So I definitely trust Toronto more than I do the White Sox. Danny Vietti, check out the Wake and Rake pod. Thanks so much for the time, man. We appreciate it, and go uh, enjoy the rest of the WBC. Likewise. Thanks for having me, guys. You got it. Take care. You know, one thing that we don't have, Dustin, from the betting standpoint, maybe we can bet when Ethan Salas is going to get to the majors. You see this today? I know there's a lot of guys that are gone to the World Baseball Classic from the Padres. This kid's 16 years old, and he played in a spring training game today. Oh, I did not see this. 16! What were you doing when you were 16? I I mean, my parents didn't let me get my driver's license, (laughs) so I was almost 17. So this kid, Ethan Salas, he signed a $5.6 million deal. Didn't watch any today, but all of a sudden I'm scrolling through. I'm saying, oh, Ethan Salas, this guy, this guy can't, he can't drink. He can barely drive. 16-year-old playing in a spring training game. He's already a millionaire. He's, he's, oof, what a life. What a life. I'd be getting into a lot of trouble. Yeah, I know. Me too. Hey, let's come back, uh, get back to the NFL, talk a little number one pick trade, maybe talk a little Aaron Rodgers to the Jets, a little Derek Carr. That's next on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. 
Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Saturday Bet Prep on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is the place to be. You went up to 10. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, it's the place to be. You can win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet Rivers Squares this basketball season. Place a qualifying bet, you get a square on the house. The numbers on your square match the final score of the game. You win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiversSquares.com. Holden Kushner right here in Colorado. Dustin Swedelson hanging out in the Circa Sportsbook in Vegas as we get back into Sunday bet prep. And let's do so. By getting back into the National Football League here, Mr. Sweetelson. So we had the big deal. The Bears trading number one to the Panthers. The Bears will get the Panthers number nine, the 61 overall pick. They'll get the first round pick next year and a second round pick in a couple years. And then, oh, that little throw in there and DJ Moore. You know, if you're a <laughs> fantasy player or a daily fantasy player like I am, and you dig into the numbers and you say, gosh, This guy should be a superstar. Well, maybe Justin Fields will help him out a little bit, but here's the question now. 
what do you do if you're Carolina? Like, you get the number one pick overall, sure. You got a new head coach in Frank Wright. You're going to have the, the quarterback and a defense that's kind of on the rise. But I'm telling you right now, Panthers fans, as excited as you want to get. And I can only remember one team that went out and picked a rookie quarterback and then lifted them all the way to the playoffs. Oh, you know what? Two guys that year. Russell Wilson was one of them. Mm -hmm. Robert Griffin III was the Ooh. other one. Yeah, and then that, that went up in flames pretty quickly. But it's very, very tough for a team with a rookie quarterback to do some damage and even get into the playoffs unless you have a monster roster around him. And again, while I think defensively the Panthers are good, let me just look here at this Panthers depth chart for a minute without DJ Moore. Hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. Ian Thomas at tight end. Is that it? Like, I don't know who, who else I can name. Is Foreman. Maybe they bring back Dante Foreman. Sure. Uh, Harris Marshall Jr. Yep. Who has been a flame out. Shy Smith. Maybe I need to give him another couple of years. Oh, okay. Hold, but Holden, you say all that. Have yeah. you looked at the NFC South odds lately? All right. Let's not worry about the NFC South yet. We'll get into that in a moment, my friend. Let's just talk about this as an offense. It really, at this point, doesn't seem to matter who they br bring in at quarterback. It's going to be a complete rebuild year offensively. Totally. You're going to need to build up the line. You're going to need to build up your receiving core, figure out who your running backs are. There's a lot that needs to, to, to be settled here with the Panthers before we start talking about whatever rookie quarterback they have having a good year. But with all that oh, said, but all you got to do is win the division to make the playoffs. And yes. right now, according to the betting odds, they're the second shot on the board at two to one. Reason being, the Falcons are rolling with Desmond Ritter and the Buccaneers as of now have Kyle Trask and the Saints, who are the leaders in the South at plus 140, just added Derek Carr. But oh, by the way, as always, they're in salary cap hell down in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. So... I'm not saying they will. I'm not saying that there's a guy they could take at number one and there's pieces for them to add that can make them a playoff team. I'm just saying that this division is so insane at the moment with so much up in the air and so much that we don't know that two to one, them being the, the second shot on the board right now is just asinine. It needs to be pointed out in some way. Well, here, let's talk about Saints then for a second because the Saints need to get back going defensively. They had so many injuries last year, yep. but decent pass rush, Cam Jordan, secondary, Marshawn Lattimore, Tyron Matthew. I mean, there, there were some good names back there. I think defensively that kind of makes the Saints a team that will be able to stay in games in that division. Uh, the second thing to get to here is, that's fine, Derek Carr, is he the best quarterback in the division now? At the moment, yeah. Ugh. Has to be. He's. The, I mean... Desmond Oof. Ritter, Kyle Trask, or the other ones. That's it. Oh man, this this is ugly. Now, well, no, but, but here's, wait, Taysom Hill. <laughs> Who's the better quarterback, Derek Carr or Taysom Hill? All right. So <laughs> here's my issue, though. The, the Saints do have some hold, and you're right. It's salary cap hell. Kamara is not nearly as explosive as he was, and going to be right? suspended. Yeah, and Mike. On top of that, he'll be suspended, and he's not nearly the player that he was two, three years ago. They have a stud in Chris Olave. I love this kid. 
Michael Thomas. I mean, yeah, sure. The talent's there, but he hasn't been able to stay on the field. So, you know, the more that you bring this up here with the Saints plus 130, the Panthers plus 250, Bucks, Bucks 400, Falcons plus 450. And actually, I would put the Falcons ahead of the Bucks at this point. I agree. I think as we sit here, as far away from kickoff of the 23-24 NFL season, as we sit here right now, this looks to be like another under 500 win total gets you in the playoffs, right? Yeah. So that's the first thing. The second thing you brought up, you actually brought up the Saints here and the rest of the division. I mean, you made a great point. It's like, it's who is the least futile team? And if I'm going to look at that, at least Derek Carr has played in the league a while and has had success in the past. My issue with Carr, though, is he's going into another new system and he's never really proven to be a great quarterback. I always, I always think of Derek Carr as your league average quarterback. You know, that's that's the Mendoza line in the NFL. Uh, Ritter, a guy coming off a, a year, his rookie year, where he showed some promise, some promise. But this is a division of trash, my friend. And you know, you could make a case for any one of these teams, with the, to me the exception of the Bucks to win the division. Um, so betting the saints, probably not the greatest thing in the world. And if I'm getting plus two fifty on the Panthers, I'll at least consider it. And I don't think the Falcons winning this division <laughs> is way out of the realm of possibility either. I'm a big Arthur Smith guy. I don't know about you. I do think he can coach football. Like if he can get the right quarterback into his system that can run it the way he wants, like Pointed the greatest example of how good Arthur Smith is. Look what Ryan Tannehill has been without him. He has not looked good. And I think that Arthur Smith is the type of guy they have Drake London there at receiver. They drafted Pitts at tight end. Whether or not they quite know how to use him or not is still left to be determined. I think the Falcons, I don't love them. I don't like them. But at plus 380, there's no reason that they can't win this division with currently having, in my opinion, the most intriguing head coach. Maybe not the most proven, but I'm not putting my money on Dennis Allen. I'm not putting my money on Todd Bowles. Maybe Frank Reich, but not year one in a complete rebuild where they've gutted the entire roster to bare bones. The Falcons kind of intrigue me. I wouldn't bet it, but I think there's promise, at least, coming out of Atlanta. How about this? Uh, just don't bet this division. No, stay away. Now, obviously, we've got things to talk about here, and we both love the NFL, and I'll never stop. But th- there's always one team that seems to surprise everybody, and I think that's probably going to be more the conversation when it comes out of the NFC South. Is it Ritter and Smith and that tandem that takes them to the next level? Defensively, they're a disaster. The Panthers at least have some pieces there defensively. The Saints at least have some pieces there defensively. I mean, you look at the Bucs. You can't get, you can't no. put a, well, I don't want to say you can't put a price. I would say it'd probably take me about six, seven to one to back the Bucks, And that would be just because of the price. I mean, they were bad with Todd Brady last year. And there's no way you'll ever convince me that Todd Bowles is a capable head coach in this league, a coordinator, terrific coordinator, a coach of men as a head coach. Absolutely not. You know, I kind of look at this as three teams in the division that aren't good. And then the bucks, you know? (laughs) So if you really want me to get 
to uh, to make a bet in this. Put the Bucks at seven to one, and then at least I'll have a conversation with myself inside my own head. Yeah, and I, I also don't like backing these defensive-minded head coaches. Just like Mm-mm. optically unappealing to watch. One, but two. I just think all the innovation in the game is on the offensive side of the ball, and I want someone who's going to constantly evolve and put up points because at the end of the day, you have to score points to win these games. So I would lean towards Reich. I would lean towards Arthur Smith just because they're offensive-minded head coach, and I think that there's upside in what the offense could bring to the table in both those spots. Hey, when we come back, I want to talk some college hoops. Congrats to Arizona for taking out UCLA in the Pac-12 tournament. Boy, Tommy Lloyd he's off to the greatest two-year start in the history of head college basketball coach. I think it's 61 wins now. Absolutely remarkable. And there are some lines up for, for Sunday's games. I haven't looked at them yet. You want to try and stump me on the lines? Let's do it. I'll be more than happy to do that. Sunday bet prep. He's Dustin. I'm holding. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.